Welcome, everyone. This is the third factor. The third yes. factor. So, Jonathan Benson here, myself. With I'm Chris Weber. And uh, so, you know, Chris and I, we've we've worked together in several different companies throughout the years. Mm-hmm. Uh, have been pretty focused on infosec for at least the last I don't know ten years at least. Something uh, like that. At least I think since 2005 is when I remember starting down that path with you. Yeah. We kind of like it, and so we figured that uh, we'd make it formal. Yeah, it's very formal. We're both wearing tuxedos right now. Yeah, you can you can probably hear. Can you hear it? Well, that's that's fine cloth right there. That's fine cloth. Yeah, it doesn't fit anymore. I can't button it around my gut <laughs> since two thousand five. Well, this is this is your home tuxedo. Yeah, that's right. It's my it's my smoking jacket. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about various security related topics and how, what we think about it and things like that. Um, hopefully get your guys' comments on what sort of things are interesting to you. I think from time to time, we plan to have some, some guest speakers, absolutely folks that, that we've worked with, uh, in the past that kind of could, could be interesting to have on, on and talk with. Yeah. Um, and one other thing that's kind of exciting is this is our first one. So we're kind of, it's going to be more of an intro thing, but we'll get into some things. But the next one that we're going to do, Chris and I will, will be at Black Hat. Yep. So we'll kind of, uh, you know, maybe we'll do it maybe after the, after the first day so we can go to the, on the floor and check some things out, see what companies are cool, see which ones are still kind of using booth babes and things like that that <laughs> just don't make sense anymore. Absolutely. And, I think it, it's always interesting at these shows, right? We want to see, is there anything out there that's actually new that's going to change the game, that's actually going to innovate and make something mm-hmm. work? Are there vendors that are staying the same? Are there new problems or are the old problems still the one that we need to pay attention to? Sometimes I find we go to these and you're in Las Vegas and you, you, you know, it's all shiny lights and everybody's focused on that new thing. And then I don't know, the headline comes out the next week where it's like, uh, uh, malware from 1992 still effective. Right. So it's, it's always <laughs> yeah. interesting to try to figure out where that balance is. And, and these shows are a great place to hear everybody trying to sell the pitch and make sure that it all works in concert and uh, also should be fun. We, we'll try to do it from the floor and we'll try to not have too many uh, people screaming at craps tables in the background. Okay. You want to do it. You want to actually do it there. I thought well, maybe we would do like a recap somewhere quiet. Well, somewhere <laughs> quiet is probably a better idea, but I, I we feel can maybe like we can maybe record a little bit on the show on the floor. If yeah, you want, that would well, be I interesting. Have, I have a lapel mic and a shotgun and a boom and right. a Yagi so that we can see where the networks are. All right. Well, that might happen too. <laughs> and then one other thing I just want to make sure everyone is aware of. Uh, if you didn't get this podcast from our website, which is totally possible because it's going to be viral and it's going to be in different places out there on the web. <laughs> nice prediction. Um, uh, oh, it, the, the, the website is thirdfactor.xyz. That's 3rdfactor.xyz. And that's where we'll, we will post everything there. It might disseminate from there through Twitter and other sort of social media things, but that'll be the source of truth third factor dot yeah. xyz also your mom's a 3rd <laughs> all right so a question for you here chris so mm-hmm. i heard this morning something kind of interesting i wanted to hear what what you think about it so these most recent uh malware attacks that we've heard about right the, the wanna cry stuff? and the and the petya like, okay, like I can't I remember the name. Yeah, it it is Petya. You're right. I, that's not a true fact. <clears throat> don't don't put that down on the record. But yeah. So so they both came from uh, exploits that were from the shadow brokers NSA leaks, right? Right. Yep. So these are Eternal things that blue. the NSA. Right. I'm sorry. Eternal blue. 
the actual package the actual exploit that found the vulnerability okay so you're going a little bit deeper than me i was just going to say overall they came from the nsa right yeah they did so these are these are things people don't if people don't know this the nsa has has a team basically a red team right for for doing stuff so that they can exploit whoever they want it's supposed to be for you know enemies of the state but really they can do it to whoever yeah these tools got leaked this this these crew named shadow brokers which is kind of a cool name they tried to sell them weren't that successful at selling them so they said screw it here they are for free so there's these exploits out there that they kind of found now there's this pretty dangerous malware at least two pieces now there could be more right because the this is the point i was trying to explain to someone else it's not the fact that the, it's it's ransomware or it's destructoware or whatever it's that someone found an exploit that allows you to put a payload on a, on a box, right? Mm-hmm. And that's that's the holy grail, right? If you can put a piece of payload on a box, that's what the hacker wants. He can do something with that, right? Whatever. So, so this this news thing that I was listening to was saying that the NSA should be responsible for cleaning these things up. <laughs> it's all your fault, government. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of get that point because it's like, yeah, you did do these things, which were probably that's naughty, right? I don't know if the NSA should really be in the in the job of finding exploits and not right. telling people about them. That is right? a weird thing. It'd be like if Microsoft, instead of releasing, it was like Patch Tuesday was just just them like winking to each other and being like, "Well, this is pretty bad." Right? Yeah, they'll be. Fine. <laughs> uh, so you know, do, what do you feel about that? Do you think that the NSA should be responsible for these types of things and and have to pay to clean up? I don't even know what they would do, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's a great, it is an interesting topic because on the one hand, yeah, you could say, and a lot of people are saying in the media, right, that this, that, that, well, there's some people that are like, oh, the shadow brokers are heroes. They're, they're exposing this sort of, uh, um, I don't know what police state or, or, or surveillance state that we all live in. And they're showing us that it might not be as, as nice and, and as free as we think it is. But then at the same time, we don't know why. Well, we certainly don't know why the the exploits exist in the first place. For all I know, it's a good thing that this existed because it stopped me from being uh, sprayed with nerve gas 341 times every time I get on an airplane. Not sure. I have no real perspective <laughs> there. But what I do know, I saw a funny comic actually, a little three-cell comic strip that had a guy on a bicycle. And uh, he was riding a bicycle with a stick in his hand in the first one. And he said... Uh, I love, did you see this one? I love, I think you sent it to me. I, I, it was sounding familiar. (laughs) It was like, you know, shadow brokers are great. And then the next frame, he was sticking the stick into the front wheel, the spokes of his bicycle. And he was, he was flying over. Oh no, that's what it is. He, he's, he wasn't patching. And he was like, I don't need to patch my systems. And then the last one he was laying uh, on the ground, all crashed. And he was like, damn, it's the NSA. I blame (laughs) that. And yeah, that's a good one. It is a funny thing where it's like, okay, the NSA figured out a way to get into, the, get into Windows machines. Great. That vulnerability was Microsoft's vulnerability. It's all of our vulnerability. If we had patched, maybe we would be okay. In this specific instance, I know there was some, some emergency around the patch and all that stuff. But I don't feel like you can point your finger at any one group and be like, it's all your fault. I, I don't think that if they hadn't found it, somebody else would is, I guess, where I'm at. You know, if it, and and for all we know, someone else has. They just did a better job of keeping it secret. Mm-hmm. Or the uh, or Bane, bring it out of the shadows. <laughs> Shadow brokers didn't didn't find all the other ones. Yeah, what do you think? 
Well, uh, I, I like what you what you said there. I think that's that's funny. What my personal feeling is is I think as we kind of <clears throat> as we kind of live this norm of breaches, mm-hmm. and we're never going to get to a place where like we're totally secure, right? So no. it's just going to be a normal thing. I think it's it's up to the OS vendors to be to have their security be good, right? Yeah, right. And so, but here's the problem, right? So this this at least the exploit for WannaCry, yeah. Microsoft patched that a long time ago. I know, right? So like, okay, maybe you didn't patch because for whatever reasons, okay. But after the news and you didn't patch, now shame on you, right? Like the Honda oh, factory, sure. right? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, so right. So it's like, it's what, a month after everyone's like, oh, WannaCry, damn, better patch. And this is crazy. It's out there. And they're like, nah, yeah, we're we don't probably that. fine. We don't yeah. have anything people want. <laughs> yeah, it is weird that that you would, I mean, I understand. And, and we've both been, we've both been on the other side of it. I know how hard it is to get your entire environment up to date. I know that it's rough when you have to take a change control. I know when you have to go to the business and be like, oh, one more time that we're going to take this offline, we're going to bring it back or whatever. In today's world, it's easier a little bit because you've got VMs, you can move your data around, all that stuff. But it's still it's still an ordeal. And if maybe you've just finished some massive uh, project and this is three days later, you don't have the the business goodwill, so to speak, actually go in and try to take an outage or make the changes. But I agree with you that 30 days certainly is an exceptionally long time mm-hmm. to just go, oh, really? There's someone standing outside my door with a lock pick and I can just hear it going <laughs> in the front door. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'm going to finish dinner, have a little yeah. nap. It is weird. Uh, also, clearly no infosec professionals at Honda. So maybe an opportunity there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. If you're looking for work. So, okay. Maybe this is a question for our readers and if people can maybe put something interesting in the comments, have you, have you been uh, attacked by any of these recent things? Right. Um, what did you do to kind of mitigate it? And maybe also if you know where, how it, how the outbreak started, that'd be kind of interesting to know. And then kind of a third question, kind of what we started this topic on, would you want government help if it was available? <laughs> Has that ever worked for you in the past? Right. Yeah. It, that's. That, yeah. I think it'd be good to hear from the uh, the listeners. You called them readers, which I think is fun. Readers. Yes. They're reading with their ears. I, we can't judge. I don't know how senses work. It's it's all very confusing. Readers. Uh, yeah. It would be <laughs> it would be good to hear, you know, some real perspective. I certainly know. Gosh, thinking about the government being responsible or cleaning it up. I remember I was out at a, an event, oh man, maybe a year ago now, I was talking to about, I don't know, 12 or 15 different, a couple of CISOs, a lot of uh, sort of blue team folks were out there. And the FBI, two special agents from the FBI were also there to talk about how they could offer more assistance. And man, I'll tell you, if there was 15 security practitioners there, I know with 100% certainty that there was only one that said, yeah, you help me all the time. The other 14 were like, you shut up, you go away, and you stop forcing me to just allow the bad guys to move around inside my network while I collect data for you, and then mm-hmm. you go try to arrest them. So I don't know that there's a long and storied history of the private and public sector working really nicely together in the security yeah. space. But hey, if you've got a different experience, I'd love to hear it because I don't want to have the wrong perspective. So yeah, post a comment, leave us some feedback, tell us we're dumb. Tell me I'm dumb. Jonathan's pretty smart. I sometimes wonder about myself. My mom thinks I'm smart. That helps. I yeah. Don't know. No, you're, we're all smart here. 
<laughs> We're all friends here. I'll tell so, you what. It's time for the email box. Stupid emails that we get from people who don't know the first thing about security. Oh, you have some stupid emails? I have a stupid email. I got, I won't mention names, but speaking of Black Hat. So, you know, we're staying in uh, in Vegas for Black mm-hmm. Hat. That's where the show is. I made a reservation at a hotel in Vegas. Well, we'll leave it at that. And I'm looking forward to staying there because it's not a terrible one. <laughs> I mean, it is. They, I mean, right. But it's not that terrible. There are certainly worse hotels. It's sure. not Circus Circus, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. Or the Rio. It's, yep. Yeah, nope. No, that's, that's right. Oh man. I don't want to get food poisoning and lice at the same stay. Right. So I made those reservations, I don't know, a few weeks ago. And let me just pull this for up. for you, by the way. I know. Atypical, <laughs> right? I usually do it like on the airplane when I'm flying out. It's like, oh, I hope this plane has Wi-Fi because I don't know where I'm staying. Uh, literally this email that I received yesterday, and let me just, I'm going to pull it up. Uh, let's see. Is this the one? Yeah. Yeah, it said the subject line. So first off, it comes from no reply. And the subject line is my name. And then just a random number it says conf number, blah, 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 right? Okay, sure. Who knows? So, that I, you know, it's like, okay, Weber Chris, conf number, blah, 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 blah. The, the entirety of the email is confirmation letter enclosed, see attachment. And then there's a PDF attached. Oh, wow. Yeah. And that's it. And I'm like, well, I'm never clicking this. Like this is certainly spam at best. And you know, an infected PDF. I mean, how many of the attacks, man, I think it was Jaff or red leaves or both. They all used, you know, some sort of compromised PDF with a bad word doc actually inside there with macros that blah, blah, all the things. But this is actually a legitimate email <laughs> sent from a company who has no idea that all they're doing is training human beings into opening terrible emails with an attachment that's going to infect their computer. I, I scanned it. I double scanned it. I zoomed in. I looked at the content of the, uh, I got a little preview, which is also bad. That's too bad. Thanks email system for giving me a preview and running some of this. But it is in fact from the hotel. The only reason I really know is uh, I looked that confirmation number up, I cross-checked it with mine, and I said, oh, well, at least this is real. And then I called them, and I said, hey, what's going on? And they told me that the credit card that I had used, I have actually closed uh, because you were giving me props for doing good travel planning, but I'm still a financial idiot. So I, <laughs> I closed the card. I'm like, I don't need credit cards. Turns out I had a hotel reservation on this one. But I just thought it was funny that it's, it's actually not going to infect me, but it's made by a dope. You know what I mean? And now it's no wonder users click this stuff. Right. Also, sort of like not an appropriate use for a PDF file, right? They could yeah. have just put that content in the email. Absolutely. Yeah. Why does right. it have to be? It's, it's, yeah, it's like purpose built to look like an infection vector. <laughs> so wild. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good for them. Good, Good for them. Yeah. It'd be, uh, it'd be like showing up on a first date with no pants and being a little bit drunk and just being, don't worry. I'm cool. This is going to be, it's going to be fine. We could get married. I'll turn mm-hmm. out. Okay. This mm-hmm. will turn out just fine. doesn't seem like you're very trustworthy up front. Are you staying close to Mandalay or uh, I mean, nothing's close to Mandalay, I guess. So I don't know. I mean, I know <laughs> I certainly know where I'm staying, but I don't look at the maps. You know yeah. me, I, I'm going to ask the guy in the Uber, they're going to get lost three times. 
and then and then they're going to talk to me all about their grandkids, which is nice. You know, I know about a lot of grandkids. Well, top tip for anyone who hasn't been to Vegas and is going, don't try to walk, even though it seems like <laughs> you think you can. Oh, yeah. Don't you'll be, do it. You need a boat, a bag. For, for two reasons. One, it'll be 120 there. The correct. Probably. And two, it, everything uh, is a lot further away than you think it is. Yeah, because there, there's no... Well, if you stay inside, weirdly... Well, you yeah, if you're, if you're staying at the venue hotel, fine, but Well, but even neighboring hotels, sometimes there's like a weird, more direct <laughs> underground path that goes right. through some air-conditioned tube. But yeah, if you try to walk on the streets, you're exactly right. You'll melt before you get there. Yeah, you'll, ask you'll me, because I know. <laughs> Remember when we had to stop and just get McFlurries because it was the only cold thing in all of Las Vegas, and we both yeah. just were sad in a McDonald's with 10,000 other people that were sad? That's true. Yeah, we couldn't that was make a long time it. ago. I tried to go to Walgreens there last year because my humidifier, my travel humidifier <clears throat> broke. It was it was like an hour long expedition, and and I uh, I almost decided to just end myself on the way. I was going to drown myself in the Aria fountain. Do they have a fountain? Uh, who? Aria? Is that no. who that fountain is? No, well, you're the, thinking um, of the Bellagio. Is that what I'm thinking of? Bellagio. Yeah. For someone who's been to Vegas like a thousand times, you kind of don't know. I don't know. There, I, I'm mostly there with you. And so I just go, what are we doing? And you have a plan. Or maybe you only see it at night. Well, that's true. Most of the times when we're there, it's for some sort of event. Yep. And you don't go outside of the hotel because there's yeah, no I, reason to. I've literally been zero times for my own personal edification. It's always oh, really? for a conference or something. <clears throat> like that. Okay. Well, I've got an interesting, it's not an email. It was a letter. A letter? That was sent to me. How adorable. Yeah. And it's from my home loan servicer, hmm. who is not a name that I'm not going to say their name, obviously, but it's not a name that you would know. If I said, hey, this is who I have my home loan through, people would be like, I have never heard of them. It's one of these smaller boutique firms that you know has a couple of guys that just package up loans and, and, and sell them to probably the bigger guys, whatever, right? But mm-hmm. they, they had the lowest rate at the time, so I went with them, whatever. Yeah, sure. You're like, I don't care that you're called Jim's Crab Shack and Loans. <laughs> and, and maybe that should have concerned me because what I got was <laughs> notice of data breach, hmm. right? And of course, we all have had these yeah, from yeah. various things. If you subscribe to Have I Been Pwned, you get emails all the time, right, from various sites. But this is not something – this is like not one that I would – have thought like, oh, you know, that shouldn't have happened. <laughs> or what, I mean, or maybe I shouldn't have. But, but it's kind of disappointing because, you know, they probably don't have an IT staff, but they probably could have relied on someone to do handle at least their security. So anyhow, let me read you this thing. It's kind of funny. Yeah, lay it on me. Uh, so blank, 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 home loans has learned that like so many other companies, I like how off the bat, they're like, we're, we're like everyone else. It's not <laughs> special. Yeah, I also like that sadly, but that's a true fact. Yeah, like so many other companies, it has been the victim of a security incident that may affect the personal information of certain individuals who have sought home loans from or with the assistance of blank, blank, blank place or provided information in connection with such loans. That, they could, that was... That was some complicated language there. Yeah, they don't have security people, but they clearly have tons of lawyers. (laughs) And then it's funny. Then they say I, like 
the robot the the robot that sent this letter is speaking directly to me. Oh, I wow. want to let you know what happened <laughs> and outline the steps that you can take effectively to effectively safeguard your personal information. I like how then they also put it right onto you. You yeah. need to safeguard your information. We have it, but we're not going to safeguard it. That's not our job. <laughs> That's you are <laughs> at risk, and it's all your fault. Uh, we sincerely apologize for any concern this notice may cause you. But we hope that the below that the below information and resources that we have provided are helpful. <laughs> and they only apologize for the concern. They're like, right. when all your personal wealth has been stolen and sold on the dark web. Eh. But so then the next concerned about this letter. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> so the next block is what happened. Based upon an extensive invest- investigation conducted by a leading forensic firm. Oh, le- yeah. wow! It's extensive and leading. Yeah. It appears that beginning on approximately January 18th. <laughs> <laughs> that firm didn't yeah. do a great job. Uh, beginning on approximately the exact date, um, <laughs> un- unauthorized individuals gained the ability to access a limited number. They always do this too on these breach reports. They don't say that like, you know what? They got the whole damn thing. No. It's like, it's a- uh, they only had a small slice yeah, of what sliver. we really have. You're uh, a part of that, so it doesn't really matter that the right. slice was so small. <laughs> totally. And and I don't, this one was even better. It's just a limited number. The truth of numbers, if they're rational numbers, they're limited. Yeah. Like like 256,410 is not 9 million. It's limited to 256,410. <laughs> okay. Gain the ability to access a limited number of electronically stored loan files and may wow. have access, had access to other documents containing personally identifying information. In addition, the unauthorized individuals may have had access to sufficient information in order to gain access to certain customers' online accounts. This is where I kind of am really not happy about it because one of the things that you want in a home loan person is to be able to pay your bill online. Yeah, right? absolutely. If any, for my, my thing is now, if you require me to call you or mail you something to pay, no, mm-hmm. I'm not doing it. Yeah, for the listener, he said that's his thing now. That's been your thing since uh, yeah. you like 1992. Yeah, I don't like talking to people. No, why? Oof. Actually, that's not true. I like talking to people, not on the phone. <laughs> oh, so there you go. Yeah, direct. You, <laughs> if you come to my like, house, I'll have a conversation with you. You want the like 1890s banking style where you walk in and they're like, hey there, <laughs> come out and see how the kids. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's good. <clears throat> so yeah, so now they potentially have access to my checking account information, right? For mm-hmm. So, eh, thanks, guys. Yeah, right. And so now what, it's incumbent upon you to what? You're like, uh, do I just change everything? I cancel and start at a new bank? Ugh. Yeah, so, and 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 also, you know, there's the, what we're doing to support you. And all, every time we've had one of these, or my wife's had one of these, they all do the same thing. They're like, they don't say about, oh, we've, you know, totally re-architected our security thing. We've done this to satisfy this regulation. They're like, oh, you have a 24-month uh, uh, subscription to Experian Identity Works. Or, you know, what one of those other right, yeah. identity guard. Yeah, exactly. Safe, like, uh, oh, life, life lock. Yeah, right? so I'll know that I've been just totally pwned every day of the week. Yeah, it's like, so that's helpful. Oh, man. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, I hadn't even correlated it until I heard the story. But you know how it is. Uh, you, if you have a mortgage every 41 days, that mortgage sells to another mortgage company because America. Uh so it's not that big a deal to me 
to see the letter that comes that says, we're a new bank and we bought your mortgage from old bank and we're going to service your loan now. Mm-hmm. But the most recent time it happened, and I didn't, I don't know that this even could happen. Uh, I was talking to my wife the other day who pays the bills because as we established clown at finances and travel, uh, she was, she said she was, I was working and she said something, 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 $5 extra, something. And I was like, uh, sure. Wait, what is this lunch? What are we talking about? And she said, it's $5 extra if I pay this over the phone. And see, for me, paying over the phone is essentially my bill pay strategy because it means that you haven't paid it for 90 days and then now they've <laughs> called you, which is very convenient, but not, turns out, as I learned that lesson when I was 24 or something, that that's not actually a good way to pay. So I thought, wow, my responsible wife has let something go this long? I said, what, huh? what are you talking about? And she said, no, our mortgage, our new mortgage company, you can only mail them a check or pay them over the phone. No, no, no. I know. No, and there's no, I have to refinance my Although, house. their security might be great. It might be. I get, I mean, there's certainly, hopefully you pay them over the phone and it's just a dude who answers. It was like, what's that now? What's your account number? I'll write that down and I'll carry it physically. Right. The secure place. But uh, yeah, I wonder if it has something to do with so many of these companies. It probably has nothing. It probably has something to do with the fact that this is three people in a fly-by-night mortgage company that are all right. going to steal. Or from there's, America. you know, they hired like Gladys, who's <laughs> been like an office admin for sixty years. Right. Right. And she's like, like I know how to do. It. I know how to type it and t- take the memo mm-hmm. to the outbox. Yep. And then oh, they yeah. give me the receipt. That's right. And I yeah. stick it on this stabby, <laughs> weird metal desk thing where you just mm-hmm. crush them all down. Which, by the way, how come there didn't used to be way more hand injuries and like stigmata on people's hands from those things? Yeah. That's a terrifying solution. And that's also how you know that the world used to be better. Like you could have every, everyone that worked in an office environment had essentially a weapon on their desk at all times that we can't carry on an airplane now. And that if you just brought that in, they'd be like, sir, we're going to have to have you talk to HR. This is a threatening environment and people, people do not respond well. But yeah, mortgage companies, huh? Targeted by attacks. Yeah. So if anyone wants to, you know, identity thief me, it's on, it's on the web somewhere. <laughs> have at it. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure they're trying right now. Yeah. This podcast is guarantees that both of us are now, completely uh, disseminated amongst the Illuminati. Is that who we're disseminated amongst? Who? The regular people? I don't know. I, Illuminati doesn't care, right? They already have it or something. They knew it in advance. They have, uh, <laughs> they have yet to be published NSA exploits <laughs> at their disposal. <laughs> That's right. They came from the aliens. Yeah. That was the other cartoon that I saw that I thought was so funny about Wanna Cry was the alien that came down to the cave people. <laughs> they warned us in advance. And it was an alien that said, uh, <laughs> don't use SMBV1. And then the cave people <laughs> just threw spears at the alien and flipped them off. And he flipped them off and then he left. And it was like, oh yeah, that's about how it goes. <laughs> we don't understand. We don't follow the rules. It's sort of like the example that you talk about with Honda. We know what to do. We don't, we don't do it. Oh, I just got a uh, invitation from Silence. Oh, to experience the coolest party on the strip at Black Hat. The coolest party on the strip is let with just, Silence. Let me just uh, give another top tip. 
Sure. There is no cool parties. Certainly not. Black hat. From that you're going to hear about from an email or a tweet or something like that. Yeah. And the cool parties that you don't hear about from those are, they have long lasting effects that you do not want to experience. (laughs) Okay. So I don't even know how long we've been going because I didn't keep track of time. We've Um, been going like half an hour. All right. Should we we wrap this up or do you have more to talk about? I don't think I have anything more to talk about. Okay. Tell us. Uh, hopefully people listen to this and tell us that the, this is cool and they want more or we should stop this now. Yeah. Or Give us your feedback, thoughts, what, you know, hack our website, hack the site. That's it's not WordPress. Hard. So it's not yeah. that much of a challenge. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I hacked it by accident. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And we're, so like you said, we're going to do this again at, at black hat, whether mm-hmm. you want to or not. Um, well, yeah. You, right. We'll put out a couple of these. You listen to them in their entirety. You yeah. tell us what we're doing wrong. It's it's Is like uh, any any um, you know TV show that you're gonna start watching. You can't yeah. stop after the first episode. You kind of have to see, right? Yeah. You kind of have to see. <laughs> and the third season's always gonna suck. So sorry for that. Right. Well, we'll yeah. take a break for that season. <laughs> well, there'll be a writer strike, and, and uh, but yeah, give us your thoughts, give us your comments, make fun, poke jokes. If you want to be a special guest, tell us why you're qualified. You probably are. <laughs> if you're listening, if you found this and security is interesting to you, I'm sure you are. Uh, we can have folks call in. The phones are lighting up right now with requests. It's amazing. It's like the uh, KQED uh, pledge driver. Uh, <laughs> please call in because uh, the phones are totally empty and people are just standing around. You can see we've got Jim, Janice, Jeffrey. They're all behind us. They're manning those phones. And they've already finished all the snacks that were donated to us today, so they're going to leave soon. Well, not (laughs) Jeffrey because he is homeless, so he'll stay here pretty much until we kick him out. Yeah, I hate the pledge drive. Also, KQED, for those of you in the Bay Counties area. It's K- K- KQED around here, and this is only because I listen to it, and KQEI in North Highlands, which I live in California. I have no idea where that is. Uh, it's near Sacramento. North Highlands? We don't call it that. What are we, in Scotland? We don't call Sacramento <laughs> the Highlands. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's not near Sacramento. Like they that. broadcast here and in Scotland, in mm. the Highlands, the mm. actual Highlands. We used to work for a Scotsman. Boy, big. big. Let's not let's not go there. No, <laughs> that's true because he knows who he is and he's totally going to listen to this and he's going to. Yeah, be like, you guys don't talk about me on your show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to have him as the next guest now, just so we don't get in trouble. <laughs> he probably knows a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he will hurt me. I won't say how. All right, with that. <laughs> I think we're done here, uh, everybody. We might be so, done forever. No, no, no. This was fun. So <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. We've been The Third Factor. Jonathan and Chris tune in from Black Hat for our next episode. Or, I mean, you don't have to be a Black Hat. We'll be Black Hat. You know what? Have a nice day. Cheers. Cheers.